Welcome to the Humble High School Podcast with your host, Gilchrist Boyle. George Bikazi. Today we have our guest host, Ziyang Tui. Let's have a show. All right, so today we will be discussing Trump's plans for a large-scale military parade, U.S. and North Korea, and just basically what they'll be doing at uh, the Winter Olympics, school districts pulling out two, you know, classic novels, classic books, and the justice system protests by eagles. And so um, I'm going to start us off today. We talked about the, um, we're going to talk about the mixed congressional reviews to, towards the, um, the Trump, the military parade. So the Pentagon has confirmed that Trump has told the military officials to, um, to plan a large-scale military parade. And so this, this is being taken both positively and negatively. Uh, Zion, you want to kind of start yeah, off? Yeah, he um, got this idea for a parade from uh, a parade he watched in France in, uh, on Bastille Day. He, like, really enjoyed watching the tanks and the soldiers, like, just roll by, saluting him and the president. And uh, I think he just wants to do something just like that. So um, this has been looked at uh, multiple different li- ways, but I, I think we could just, you know, separate this into two, like, main, you know, different opinions. I think mainly it's just Trump uh, what and what he's trying to do is just, you know, pride for the military. Yeah, and appreciate the military. Pr- appreciate the military. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is just, oh, he's trying to show the whole world, you know, America's got this big, powerful army. Yeah, yeah, and and to go off with the with appreciating the military, we've seen um a lot of the reasons f- some of some of the things Trump does is to appreciate the military. For example, uh, during uh when the NFL players were kneeling, he was saying the reason why they should be fired is because they're disrespecting the flag and that in uh, it indirectly disrespects um the people serving us. So maybe this is because he actually wants to appreciate the military. But my my thing is that I don't think he's doing it for that reason. And even you know um South Carolina Republicans, uh, the senator Lindsey Graham. He believes that um, this there's something behind this. It's not just about actually appreciating um, appreciating the leaders. And he thinks if we actually want to appreciate them, they, if, we, if we actually want to appreciate the um, the veterans and our military uh, young men and women, there's actually other steps that we can take. And I think that like uh, like John uh, John Kennedy said, the world knows that the U.S. has the strongest, like is the strongest. We don't need to show it. Like there's no need to broadcast it. I mean, you know Trump, but I mean. It could be that just he, you know, he has that pride for the military, you know, as he was saying how um, all, all the people in the NFL who kneel should be fired. I mean, I think that's just his, you know, his pride, his American pride showing up again. No, but I mean, I think his his I think his own pride might end up harming us, really, because, you know, as confidence is silence, but insecurity is allowed. We've seen countries like North Korea, we've seen countries like China, all these countries that are somewhat unstable really especially mm-hmm. north korea you know infamously known for their for their parades we know they're doing this because they just want to show people that oh we have it we have it don't mess with us do we want the united states to be like north korea do we want well, them to be flaunting their their powers like that well you brought up china and like france is uh france is a country that also does it china and france are do- both doing extremely well and uh france is one of our key allies in uh, nato and stuff but still i, I mean, mean yeah y- you have a point like just in history you know it's generally and a lot of the times we've seen you know these big parades uh, there has been like signs of you know trying to show your power to the world but you have a point as well you know france the country that he got inspired by to do this just did it you know for pride i think just you know to uh, appreciate the military well you have to keep in mind what france is doing well but the 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 relations in, in france especially with um with Muslims in in France, they're getting treated. There's there's a lot of hate towards um uh, towards Muslims. A lot of hate groups popping up. So, 
maybe France is 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 a is a decent example, but I don't think it's an example that we should be putting ourselves. We should be trying to be like friends. And anyways, this um this parade would be quite costly, as uh, George George Bush Senior had one in 1991, and at the time it it, it cost around 12 million. With inflation, th- this today would cost around 21 million. So do we want to incur that cost rather than spending that money on a parade? We could. And put that money towards um, maybe the VA, the program that um, something else, you yeah, know, something to else like for yeah, veterans, veterans, people yeah. who come um, home with injuries, uh, with some some disturbances. We could rather than spend that money on flaunting our power, we could spend that money on creating programs that take care of them. And to like note that uh, George Bush's parade in 1991 was to celebrate uh, victory in the Persian Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we to celebrate? We, yeah, right we're now? Not like, celebrating there's anything. nothing yeah. new. But um, and you also mentioned you know France might not be a great comparison. That is a good point actually because France has been doing this for a while now. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, they've we, been doing this for a long time since like uh, eighteen eighty, I think. So it's just like it, it's it might not be a, a great example to compare it to, but still, I mean, I don't know who 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 really knows what Trump is really thinking. Yeah, I mean, who who really knows? That? That's a bad thing. You should you I think as citizens. We shouldn't know exactly what our president or what our leaders are thinking, but we should have an idea where he lands. But with him, we really don't know. And I'm just afraid that this parade is being masked as, okay, we're doing this to appreciate the vet- the veterans. But in the, tr- in the true sense, it's really not. It's just for us to... And I think it might be because North Korea, recently, they had their own parade. Mm-hmm. And I think Trump is just saying, you know what, got you back. And we saw this before um, with, um, what's his name? Uh, Kim bu- Jong-un, the button. The button, right? Yeah. Trump came on and said... I have a bigger button, yeah, and mine actually button. works. Yeah. So I think it's just like, just really bragging about their powers, and I would not want my country to be showing off all the powers we had. Like, I have a question. It, oh, it, ma- it makes us seem like you know, kind of petty, right? Yeah, that... we look petty. Yeah. And right. anyways, we could be revealing some secrets. Yeah. I have a question. Like, how do you think we could appreciate the vets, appreciate uh, all this without being petty, without uh, seeming like flaunting our power? Like, how do you think we should do this? If we were to do it all, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think we could put like these twenty-one million dollars, say something around that, if that were to, uh, to be the cost of a parade. You know, just put it back into programs that benefit veterans and just stuff like that. You know, anything that could really help them exactly. that would show appreciation. I mean, veterans are they're, they're grateful people. They're great people. We can first of all the VA system, uh, the the like the the medical system that um that veterans usually have to go through it's extremely flawed the process does not work um if you know anything about it you you know it just doesn't work up it doesn't work at all and you don't even have we don't have to spend that much money to appreciate them really if you know someone who has served the military really this is you know call to action go out you know thank them for their services it's such a small thing but it it, it goes a long way i mean we have a parade at belmont high school and People appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know that people put their lives on the line for us. And it's, it's such a small thing, but it really shows the world. And that money, we can do so much with that. We could create programs. We could create homes for them. We could create places where they can be taken care of rather than just showing off our weapons, really. But um, this doesn't surprise me, you know, coming from Trump. Like, it seems like Trump would be, like, the exact kind of guy, you know, go for, who would go for, like, a big parade, you know, to like uh, appreciate, you know, the yeah, and I, I mean, I, I I would put that as being, I would, I would say that's disgusting that he's doing that. He's he's, no, he's I wouldn't say it's I would disgusting. say that. I would, he's that's using, really extreme. He's using no. the veterans veterans to push to I, to show off what we have. No, I think no. he truly believes that this parade would uh like th- I think this idea for the parade really tr- truly shows his love for the country. Like yeah, I think no. exactly. I, I mean, mean I you could make the same point that his his saying that the NFL player should be fired shows true love for the country. 
and for the flag, you could make the exact same point. Does it though? That I might be his so. point of view. Like I think that Trump really thinks that when when the players are kneeling down, they're disrespecting yeah, the disrespecting flag. Disrespecting the country. Like yeah. that's I mean, his point of view, and I think like he does it for the country for his. I think uh, it's the same exact argument, you yeah. know, uh, for, from him, you know, just like sh- showing his love again for the country. I'm not sold on the idea. I'm, I'm really not. And uh, Congress members aren't either. Yeah, they're like, uh, aren't either. I'm not. Like, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's not sold on it. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. All that money for what? And again, you, you cannot disregard the fact that we've seen countries besides France. We've seen and maybe China. We've seen North Korea. North Korea, like when I see. North Korea's um, North Korean soldiers marching down uh, like a, a an open space with their weapons. I don't see I don't see that as something positive. I don't see that as a pr- appreciation. I'm not saying our parade would be the same, but I just don't see it as a as a pr- appreciation. I see it as a show off, and I would not want the United States to be a show off. Confidence confidence wins at the we, you, you you might be confident, but you don't need to be cocky about it. I don't, you should not be like that. Yeah, and I mean we've also seen. Um, I found some things on the internet that actually. Uh, Surprised me, you know, kind of. So uh, I found this tweet, you know, that um, by Senator, uh, former Senator Arne uh, Marconi. And uh, he said, we already have 13 people who signed up to lay, lay down in front of the tanks if Trump brings out a military parade. This is not a military authoritarian state. So, I mean, he, so and he posted this with a picture of, you know, the famous picture of the guy standing in front of the uh, tank at Tiananmen Square. I, I, I think that's horrible. Like, yeah. th- th- this I, is completely different. Yeah, that was the... ridiculous in my opinion. Mm, Zion, no, I mean, why do you think so? Well, like, I'm from China, and I, I've definitely heard of this, and Tiananmen is, was a complete, completely different situation. It was college students risking their own lives to protest something they didn't believe in, even though we might not support the idea of this parade because of spendings or it might show the wrong thing. I think we all believe that, I guess, the parade, uh, like, I don't think we uh, were against it in the same way those college students were against the Tiananmen. Uh, well, thing. I mean... And, I mean, the Tiananmen Square whole thing, that was a massacre. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it so... 10,000 10, people were killed. So that's, like, I think that that was, like, really, like, I don't know, just a... Uh, not a not a great comparison, and some people also like s- someone referred to him, someone said we have a we have a Napoleon in the making here, uh, Jackie Spire. Yeah, Jackie Spire, and like, a lot of people are saying that this is Trump. Trump is turning into an an, authority, an authoritarian leader, which is and I, I thought that was really well. I think that's accurate. Like, I think that's no, accurate. I, 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 I don't I think, think like just because he some he wants something good for the country, he wants to show off his power, and like he wants to show that the U.S. is strong. That doesn't make him a like authoritarian. A yes, he does. I mean, we're yeah. seeing him say fake news. We're seeing we're seeing him say um, like we saw this even with his before he became president. We saw him, you know, at, at his rallies. He would say, he would point out to media and say, you know what? If that guy walked out of here in a, in a stretcher, I wouldn't mind. He's 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 he's. I mean, credible news sources. Right, New York Times. He's calling them the failing New the the failing New York Times. He's. I mean, he's going after the media. This is what authoritarians do. But people you were, speak up against them, they shut you down. People were making this argument based off of the whole parade Even, thing. I mean, and, and uh, we can see this like, translate through the parade. Only authoritarians would be the ones who would want to show off their power. No, I, besides I don't France. Think that. Exactly. I mean, you can just say like besides France, besides China. Right? Well, I mean, China. Would you China say is not China's authoritarian? Government? Well, like, it's not. They, th- their government is officially called democratic, but their gov- government in no way is. Uh, no, th- sorry, their government is officially uh, communist, but their government, like, in reality, is no way near communism. They're m- much more similar to the capitalist so- society like yeah, the U.S. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's really unfair, you know, to uh, just compare Trump to uh, 
it wouldn't, yeah. Well, to, uh, to an authoritarian leader or someone turning into one. Right. We've seen these patterns go throughout his, I mean, his presidency has been a year, about a year right now. And we've seen him say the same things, call out anyone that goes against him. Con- I mean, he, only, he tried to, fi- he fired, he, he tried to fire someone who was investigating him. I think that's just a completely different issue from yeah. him watching well, I mean, a military we're, we're, parade. I mean, we're seeing these patterns. Are we going to ignore them? I think him, we, I mean, like, this, one, this, one, this don't even happen in America anyways. Really? I mean, this is an that's, idea that's usually the case with a lot of I, I'm a, I'm afraid this 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 is not a good idea. I don't I really don't appreciate this. It's not a way to 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 appreciate the military. There's more ways you could be doing this. These programs the military men and women who are serving as the these other things that we can do. The money could be allocated to so many other programs no, it rather than showing off. No, it definitely is a way to appreciate the military. It's just it, it, I think just the qu- what's being questioned here are the intentions, you know. I, I think it's the wrong intention. I think really. I uh, disagree with both of you. I think really? that uh, uh, I think the intentions are good, but the money can be allocated to better uh, things. So yeah, I, to be like, honest, I think the intentions are, f- are good. Anyways, I I don't really think it was um, about the best way to do it. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait and find out. I I still I'm I'm solely sold on the idea that he's doing it to show off what we have, but that's. That's Trump, right? That's Trump for us. Whether he's doing it for a good intention or not, that's Trump. Unpredictable, and you never know. We're going to move on to our next topics. So we, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. We talked about uh, North Korea and um, going to, to, the, to, the, to the Olympics in yeah. South Korea for the first time, which is uh, big news, big news, right? And so um, we were sold on the idea that they were planning to have some talks, or they were interested in having some talks, but now we find out that they're not interested at all. So, yeah, Zion, yeah, you want to start us yeah, off? So, <laughs> like, the Winter uh, Olympics in Pyeongchang, which is in uh, South Korea, began mm. uh, this week. And uh, Vice President uh, Mike Pence leads the American delegation there, and he uh, uh, expressed some desire to meet with North Korean officials. But recently, uh, North Korea has just completely denied. Like, they have no intention of meeting with uh, the U.S. during their visit. Yeah. yeah, and so we know um, the highest official from um, from North Korea that will be there is Kim Yong Jong, who's um, King, King Jong Un's youngest sister, yeah. and so it's it's it, he's the highest ranking diplomat attending she's that. So that's big news, and um, that's, that's it's massive that he's actually that she's she's yeah, going yeah. there, and uh, f- I mean sh- I'm very shocked that she has not yet been killed by Kim Jong Un, as we saw what he did to his uncle, which it, it's it's. I'm scared by well, that. Well, I, I think it's completely <laughs> different. So, as you know, uh, Kim Jong-un was sent to boarding school when he was younger. He was sent to a different country to, like, study and learn away from North Korea. And it was him and his sister, his younger sister there. So there they developed a very close bond. They had to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the, the his stepbrother, or was it his brother who got assassinated in Malaysia, the, he was not with them there. So, like... These two have a bond. Like, yeah, I guess you could say that. No, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's definitely that's a fair point. And I, 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 I see, I, I find it interesting how um, Kim Jong-un deals with his relatives, but that's a different, that's a different point. <laughs> but um, with, with this, I'm kind of disappointed. I really thought this was a turning point to find, because the, the North Korean people are suffering, really. Yeah. You know, they don't have resources. And even if they get any resources, they end up going to the top-ranking officials. So... I really think the United States needs to make... I, I mean, and we've tried. Exactly. It's not like we I haven't tried. We've so tried. I was going to mention, like, a few episodes ago, you know, we were just talking about how, like, there was hope for us, you know, maybe to better our relationship with North Korea. And yeah, like, we don't like, have to be buddy-buddy, but we're just a step closer. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a step away from, you know, a nuclear war or something. Yeah, and exactly. like, this is the opportunity. Like, there's the Olympic Games at South Korea that North, both North Korean officials and American officials are going. Like, why not here? Like, why not now? Exactly. 
But I think it's just reluctance from uh, North Korea for some reason. I don't know why. But on the American side, we're willing to do it. We're willing to meet well, up with them. Well, uh, right before uh, Pence's statement where he said he's willing to meet with North Korea, North Korea he said that he's, he, uh, the U.S. will soon announce, and I quote, the toughest and most aggressive round of economic sanctions on North Korea ever. So, I mean, that does make sense, you know, why they wouldn't exactly want to, you know, have a little chit-chat with us after that, you know. <laughs> statement, uh, yeah. yeah. after that statement. But, I mean, still, I think it, we, we definitely would have hoped, you know, yeah, it would have been better. great. Yeah, yeah. it would have been. It might not like you know be changing moving mountains, but just that small step would have really maybe made um, the lives of North Korean people just a little better. Because I, I mean, I really. Th- I mean, no, I, I, I don't think it would have had a. It wouldn't, I have, mean, it, ha- I think it wouldn't have had an effect. Small on steps build up, and I think that, that's the main thing. You can't expect to change North Korea all at once or make it better all at once. You yeah, can't. Yeah, but I don't think that's the small steps. I think, I don't think I, that I, just I, one small talk, you know. I think it would. It no. would. I just have the fact that anything. United States and North Korea sitting down to have some sort that of conversation that would that would be. Yeah. I mean, it would very start something impressive. new, but I don't see that changing anything in North Korea. Well, not immediately, but starting something is what we want. We want to start a conversation. It's not about like actually changing. I mean, it's yeah, about it could be the starting start a conversation yeah. that leads to something else. Yeah. And it's sad that that's just squashed like that. We can't. We can't do anything about that. Yeah. So I guess that's. And when, who knows, when are we going to get this chance again? Do you think we'll ever get this chance no, again? No, I, I, I don't think something as perfect as this will ever happen it's again. It's right nearby. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, right? This what is, other this is place? Like, what other place? Yeah, like, why not now? Do you guys think that um, North Korea's decision, you know, to just say no to, like, talking was influenced off of uh, the statement, like, you know, the toughest and most aggressive uh, round of economic I, sanctions? I, like, I don't think that statement uh, changed anything. But, like, I think North Korea... Uh, new U.S.'s stance on their nuclear situation and their situation overall, mm-hmm. and uh, North Korea has a completely different opinion on that, mm-hmm. and they probably didn't feel like they could compromise. I thought it would have made you know North Korea maybe like a bit more bitter about uh, things, you know. Uh, yeah, that that could have been, and maybe that was the, the the determining factor of them refusing to meet up or refusing to come to any sort of agreement. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll find out. But I'm actually I'm very disappointed with this. I I was expecting. This was gonna spark something. I really believe that it was gonna spark something. Or it would, yeah, it would. And and something. and that's that's gone. And I, really, I'm I'm saddened because I don't think there's any other chance that this these this was perfect. This was perfect, <laughs> right? I, I don't think that when we, the next time we have you know Winter Olympics or Olympics, I don't think they're gonna well, be. Well, I mean, I don't know if it would have been you know perfect it, it, because it wouldn't have been like a a big you know formal meeting. And it would be at a neutral think... place. Like it would be in South Korea, who is uh, definitely in favor with the U.S. Yeah. So it wouldn't be at a neutral place. No, but you see, I think with it, almost a neutral place because you have to keep in mind before the two countries split up. There used to be one people, right? Well, yeah, so but I, they always... I mean, I was actually watching a documentary. Well, I mean, and they split I think up there's a, a mountain. There's a, there's a mountain between North Korea and South Korea that both countries, they, they, they look at it in a, as, a, as a holy mountain. And it's kind of the one thing that puts them, that brings them together. Even though they don't agree on anything yeah, or like don't other get that, together on anything. Really but that's the one place where they can kind of like look at it at, from the same point of view. And I think this was the place for them. Because I don't, if we have uh, like Olympics or anything else, and I think you would think the Olympics is not the right place to have this kind of meeting, but I think this is perfect because Olympics is all about coming together and, right, all these athletes from all over the world coming together and showing us their talent and just having a good time. Yeah, and I, I think this would be perfect. I think what would have been perfect, you know, was like, I, I wouldn't see this as perfect, you know. I think it would have been much more casual than like a formal, completely like diplomatic meeting. Well, you have to take that. baby steps. You can't start flying before you start before you start crawling. 
I don't think I, I don't think that's really conf- comparable. But. Well, yeah, it is. I, I mean, a baby can't start walking before they start crawling. Well, no, you can't I, skip the steps. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like it's not like Mike Pence is gonna meet with Kim Jong Un in like jeans and a T-shirt. Like, no, they should meet under the same circumstances all the time. No, but I don't North Korea like is not willing to do that. I mean, you have to, you you have to compromise. If you're gonna go in it without willing not not willing to compromise, you cannot expect anything. If you expect uh, North Korea to bring Kim Jong Un out to where let's say London or, or no, let's like, anywhere that won't happen exactly it won't yeah. happen they're not gonna get Kim Jong Un or anyone else really to come out and meet you, you uh, Pence or Trump there's no no way it's gonna happen this is like but a, this like, is it's, it's it's such a small it's a big stage but kind of very casual that people would kind of be willing to do and we're seeing I mean Kim Jong Un's sister is going there so she's a high ranking official so this would be the place I think okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that that would really be it. Yeah, any any closing remarks on this topic, Zion? Uh, probably like uh, this Olympics is probably the closest uh, any U.S. official uh, has been, like in, in like distance wise to a high ranking North Korean official. Like I don't think like most of the threats they've we've exchanged with North Korea and they've exchanged with us has been over media, over the news, over over, over press statements. Yeah, this would be more like face to face. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think I think that's it for that topic. We don't have, it's just speculation. There's nothing else that's gonna happen. Yeah. So that that's an opportunity that's gone by. Hopefully, hopefully we can we can find another chance to to meet with them. I would really want to see that happen. And so our next topic um is uh, school districts pull two classic novels from reading list, and um so the t- there's a, a a school in Minnesota district um in uh, a. <laughs> A, a Minnesota school district dropping To Kill a Mockingbird and The Adventure of Huckleberry Finn from their required re- reading list. And why did they do that? Well, because they say the use of N word and of the N word and racial slur and, and, and racial slurs is just too much for the kids. But I disagree with that. I don't think it's too much for the kids. I don't I mean, think we, it's too we much covered, for the we kids. We covered this curriculum uh, at Chenry so. Middle School in yeah. eighth grade, which is. Uh, I, w- I would say quite young. I don't think we should. That's tough. I, I do think that you know kids should learn about this stuff at at, a, at the right age. I don't think eighth grade is the right age. Maybe 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 last maybe ninth grade I, I is think, when I know, they I should be learning about I, I it. I thought I learned a lot of life lessons that I still like go by every day. Yeah. From uh, especially To Kill a Mockingbird, like uh, you learn a lot from like these type of things and like what like I think this these books kind of set an example of like what not to do. Right? It's like a history a lesson. Sense. Like yeah. it's why we learn history. History. Yeah. Is the sole purpose is of history is to teach us not to repeat the mistakes of the mm-hmm. past, and To Kill a Mockingbird uh, will teach us not to repeat the racism and the segregation. No, but you also but have to keep in mind, right? It, it does teach us all that, and I agree with that. But if if let's say you have an Afri- and I've I actually I've gone through this. I, we read this in Eng- in English in eighth grade. I I like the book, but the problem is, you know, when you're reading it in class. When you get to the N word, you will see a group of students look at you. Like I mean, as yeah. an African American, they'll look at me. Yeah. That makes me feel really uncomfortable. I don't want to. I don't want to have to be. I understand why they're looking at me, but that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, I and, completely understand your point. That's, and it puts me yeah. in a position where, like, okay, yeah, I understand, but like, do you have to look at me? Yeah, I and think it's yeah. awkward. No, I and I don't want to really. I wouldn't want like other African Americans to have to deal with that. Really, pulling this book out would just only like do more of that. Like. Uh, to, to Kill a Mockingbird, like, uh, us reading it will, I guess, not, um, I guess, allow students not, like, associate thing, bad things with African Americans. Like, I feel like just pulling this book would just bring more of that, bring, like, more racism. Like, 
Uh, yeah. y- you think that the book would bring more racism? No, no, pulling the book would bring oh. more racism. Well, I mean, it depends how you look at it because it's also t- the teacher's duty to make an emphasis, to put an emphasis on how, you know, how terrible and bad these things are and not to repeat them. Because in these books, like, they're not necessarily portrayed as, like, oh, so terrible. Yeah. But, they, they, so you'd they, also they, have I'm to depend on the teacher. Exactly. You'd, and that's not a good thing. Yeah. You I don't think you should have to, to depend that. on a teacher. These odds, I mean, especially at Belmont High School, we have great teachers. Amazing, yeah. I, 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 I'm not worried. If I'm going to be reading this, if I'm going to have a teacher from Belmont High School, from Deshery Middle School, teach me about really anything like this, I'm not worried. But the thing is, in other places, the standards are not as high. I mean, at Belmont High School, the high standards for the teachers, the, the Belmont public schools um, system, but high standards. But unfortunately, that's not the case But that's not for the like case for all the places, schools, right? Because so. they don't, again, not as many resources, and just... They're not as maybe just like careless. Yeah, you know? maybe maybe not intentionally, but just yeah. they might slip up every once in a while. So I'm afraid that if we're going to have teachers teach this who are not not qualified, but who are not prepared enough for this, it might send the wrong message. I mean, yeah, yeah prepared is also a good point because this is a heavy topic. Yeah, and for me, it was the d- my my kids. eighth grade teacher. It was the delivery that made the the book so powerful and it meant so much to me. It was all about the delivery, and if the delivery is not done right, I'm afraid the book might die, might do more harm than good. And uh, the schools are hoping to like uh, t- teach the same lessons presented in the book with different books, without uh, like such racial slurs. Exactly, and I think a way to kind of transition from having to just teach a book that is very heavy on racial slurs is start teaching a curriculum that has more minorities in it, right? If you rather than having reading a book that has by by, by a book that's such 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 heavy slurs, teach a book um, that's written by an African American and say, okay, listen. You know, you don't from have to the, be yeah from the African American from the African American community. That's from the interesting, a- actually. Do um, that more at BHS. We I I have like had the opportunity, you know, to take a look at a few of these books, but I uh, also I don't think a lot of people have a lot of people have haven't. So I think just yeah. looking at a perspective, a book written by um I read the book uh, The Help by I think Catherine Stockett. It's a great book. It's written by an African American from an African American perspective. Phenomenal book. It really it it, it taught me so much that I. I, you know, I thought I never knew, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think just t- having books written f- by African-Americans from an African-American point of view, I think it does the job. I, I think uh, having uh, these books written by Afri- Af- African-Americans is a good idea, but uh, banning, like, the To Kill a Mockingbird and, uh, Huck- uh, and uh, Huckleberry Finn won't, like, resolve the problems of society. Like, they won't resolve the racial tension. Yeah, I th- they shouldn't be banned. I think it's ridiculous that they're doing that, but I think they should make sure whoever's delivering the message knows what they're doing and they need to be very careful and yeah. like banning uh banning these books uh bring up questions on like free speech like free speech mm-hmm. organizations like are uh, like are mad because the, the the decision to like ban books really goes against like uh like should uh classrooms decide what books children read i don't think it should i don't think it goes too much against free speech you know it's just like a school picking their curriculum yeah right? they, they, the it, school do have they do have the right to pick their curriculum but you also have to keep in mind it's a process to make the switch. No, but they're it's stopping children the from reading uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, exactly. I was about to bring up the point. I, th- I see a lot of people, like, you know, having a problem with this. Like, oh, like, these classic novels. Like, every kid every kid should read this. You know, I read this. My my dad read it, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, see, I, I could see, like, a lot of people being unhappy with this. Yeah, but I, I think the, the, the schools who are dropping these books, I'm, that's you shouldn't be doing that. Kids need to know this. Kids really need to know this, and you can see it. And you think that we even can depend on, like, you know, uh, like all the teachers. Exactly, the I think, and even at Belmont High School, you know, I would say almost perfect. Really, mm-hmm. there is some instances of where people say some insensitive stuff, stuff they shouldn't say. 
and but I know everyone is making a conscious effort to to be to make us to make it a safe space for everyone yeah, because I know that in eighth grade we all read about this stuff. We read about we read Night by um, Ellie Wiesel. We, we we talked about it was such a heavy curriculum in eighth grade, in, especially in English. But we covered so much, and it makes Belmont High School a better place almost because we 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 went over this is what not to do because this you, is what, know. you, you, you know because you know. So more. I think cutting something out, cutting something like this out, is it's not a good idea. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, and. I, I feel agree. bad for the kids that are going to grow up without having to read this book because they're going to be left in the dark. Yeah, and it also, you know, it might make, you know, just like socially, it might, things, it might make things a bit more challenging for a bunch of people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it does. Because if you don't understand the power, I mean, I don't think I actually understood the word until I read this book. I feel like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird especially, it not only like taught me like about the N-word, about racial tensions, but it taught me like different life lessons. Uh, there was a specific instance in the book where uh, the main character's father uh, told the main character like just not to give up when all the things are stacked against her. And I think like I've carried that motto along with me in life. Like I shouldn't give up when all the people are against me or like exactly. people have different views than me. Yeah, I mean, there's also just like other morals that these books bring up that are also obviously very valid and great to carry around with you. Yeah, so uh, you shouldn't be pulling these books out. And I'm glad Belmont High School is actually not doing that because, I yeah. mean, I know Belmont High School makes a conscious effort to make sure that everyone's included and it's a safe space. And by especially keeping these books in, in the, in the, in the I curriculum... I that's part of the whole process. That's a, it's know. part of the process. You, 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 I guess you got to trust the process. That's and like, you got you to yeah. trust the process. I remember in eighth grade, prior to reading To Kill a Mockingbird, we had, we had to research it. Um, our teacher actually told all the students that like if they felt uncomfortable, we could talk to her and that she would not uh, read out the N-word. Like, she had it all prepared. She had yeah. it all thought out. Oh, no, we, they didn't read it out anyway. Yeah. 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 And th and th but I'm afraid some teachers might read that out. Right? It's such a powerful word. Yes, mm -hmm. you're reading it. You're quoting it. But it's such a, it's a word that I don't think you should even, even, even yeah. if you're reading off, you shouldn't use it. But the thing is, this book teaches, you know, it teaches the kids the power of the word. Yeah, well. it, it really does. And we, we see Tom Robinson, I mean, right? It, it, t it tells you what it was like to be an African-American man at the time. And it, was, it wasn't good for anyone. Yeah. It wasn't good. And I think people should, and even though I would say that, you know, the way African-Americans are treated back then and the way they're treated now is different. It, it's better. They're treated better right now. And as an African-American, I feel safer. Um, I, you know, I'm, I feel treated pretty great. But there's some instances where it's not, it's not perfect. Yeah. And I think this book kind of tells you, okay, it was worse in the, back then, but that means this word carries something heavy. This word means something to people. Yeah. So don't just throw it around like, you know, like any other word. And that's a great thing. I think high, high school students, young um, middle school, young middle school well. should know about this. Yeah. So I'm glad Belmont High School isn't pulling it off because I would have a problem with that. I really I would. would. Yeah, and I, I do have a problem with this school. Our last topic today is oh. the justice system protest by the Eagles. So we had the, page, we had the Super Bowl last, last weekend. Uh, sadly, the Patriots lost. Um, that's, it was a very sad night that night, Unfortunate, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But there was something else that you might have, uh, either you caught it or you did not. Um, the Eagles fans were actually uh, protesting um, against this, the justice system. So, um, George, you want to start us off with that? Yeah, so um, there was especially like, you know, th there were a lot of protests, riots, etc. But one chant that stood out, you know, from, uh, from the Super Bowl parade, mm -hmm. Free Meek Mill. Free Meek Mill. So and who's, wait, like, who's Meek who, Mill? Who is Meek Mill? I, if you don't know who Meek Mill is, I, 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 I hold nothing against you. <laughs> I, I do know him a little bit. But um, so Meek Mill is a rapper. He's, um, he happens to be African-American. And I don't, 
I don't listen to a lot of rap music. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a country guy. I'm not a. I'm not a rap. Mu- I'm not. I don't listen to rap music at all. Maybe a little bit. But so Mick Mill um, was on probation, and um, he 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 broke uh, a part of the probation, and he's facing some jail time. So this was the reason why um, the the Eagles fans were chanting "Free Mick Mill." And uh, it's like how long he has been on probation for uh, something like due to a gun conviction back in two thousand eight. He's been on probation for nearly ten uh, a decade, ten years, and like just for something as simple as small as a gun conviction. Yeah, and but think now it shouldn't have been as long as that. No, for, like uh, for, uh, and uh, probation. In case viewers don't know, is the it's when uh the release of an offender from detention, so release of an offender from jail, but they're subject. It's kind of to, like a warning. Yeah, but they're subject to period of good behavior under supervision. So yeah. Meek Mill's un, uh, been subject to a uh, period, 10 years of good behavior of... And, and that's of good insane. behavior. And then in 2017, he slips up and then f- gets two to four years in, 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 in jail. For violating For violating probation. a probation. Now, I, I'm all for the justice system. I think it's broken, but I, I, I understand why we have the justice system and, wh- and why we have laws. I mean, it works. It works it, for the most part. B- it's broken. I don't think it actually works. I think it's extremely broken. If you're an African American and you're against the justice system, I think you're it's do, you're done for. The odds are stacked for. I mean, and we can see here he's been on since 2008. He's been on good behavior nearly 10 years, and then he's now facing. I mean, he's now facing two to four years. There's uh, there's more Americans on probation than there are on parole, prison, or jail combined. Combined, like there's more. There's just an insane amount of Americans on probation. Yeah. Like. Do you see that as a problem, actually? Yes. Like, well, yeah, it is a problem. Periods shouldn't be that long, yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, like, why and, are they that and long? Again, the longer the probation period are, the more likely someone is to slip up. We are human beings Wait. at at the, at the end of the day. Why do you think um, the longer the probation, the more likely someone is to slip right? up? Right. I mean, if if you if you're on probation, you you have disorderly conduct. You you know you go have some alcohol, have disorderly conduct uh, outside. Your probation, you, you start all over again. You're facing jail time now. So any small thing that you do puts you at zero and you have to restart and it just doesn't like i understand why we have the probation system as a way to get people back into the society and back into the system to on good hands but it's not working it's it's and it's ruining these people's lives and like how hard is it to like find a job find a place to stay like rent a right? house it's not like something. being on probation says that okay your history is clean for now yeah. it's not yeah, it you, you still can't find a job you still every time when you go to a job they they, they ask you have you any any previous um any previous criminal records? They 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 run a, a check on you, which I completely agree with, but it just seems like the justice system is not working with us. Well, here. I mean, it's not like it's not like uh, the justice system is just like throwing out probations at random. I mean, they're giving it to they're giving them to people who deserve them. Yeah, they do deserve them. I I, I believe that they do deserve them, but I mean, I, I'm seeing this. It's almost like a trend, especially with rappers. I don't know why. We've seen Excess Tentacion. If you don't know about him, I, I don't hold up anything against you. Um, he's a new, young, I think he's 21. He's, he's a very 20. young, something very, young very young rapper. We have Kodak Black. And for all our high school listeners, I know you guys know a lot about those guys. So they're very young rappers. Some would say they're talented. I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> but some would say they're talented. That's a, yeah, that's and a different I mean, we're, we're seeing them, right? Um, Excess Tentacion is facing life in prison. And no, we're not seeing. Ex- well, Excess, yeah, he is, and really? so is Kodak Black, both of them. I mean, Excess yeah. Tentacion is he's he's gonna he's gonna get tried, but that's for um sexual battery, which I I think you deserve that if you're going yeah, to oh, disrespect someone, right? Someone that you supposedly love, you're going to disrespect them and violate them, 
and and like you, d he deserves that. And then we've seen Kodak Black, right? Recently, I think two weeks ago, he was put back in jail. Uh, he was on probation. He was on house arrest. Yeah. And house arrest while on probation, and um, he was smoking marijuana and having a gun out, which if you're on probation and house arrest, you're not you're, supposed to have. Most definitely. And his two-year-old child was in the prison of marijuana. Yeah. Now, I feel bad for you that you have to spend time in prison, but if you're going to put a young child who's two years old at in the presence like of marijuana, at the, and we all know the harm, the, the harm of marijuana, we all know that it's not good for you. If you're going to put a child in danger, you deserve that. Like, yeah. I don't care if the system is working against you, but if you're going to just have disregard, for, I mean, it's, it's a two-year-old. Like, mm -hmm. come on. I mean, no, and, and he did something he wasn't supposed to do. Like, you mm -hmm. weren't... And, and I know that the, some of the probation, the rules during probation are a little strict, but you have to you have to have some kind of It should of be judgment. kind of like a lesson, honestly, It should be a lesson. Probation. But I feel like, you know, going to prison, is, is, it's not really teaching you a lesson. It's teaching you, got your back. You know what? You're going you're gonna to break the law. We're going to screw you over. And I think... Going to prison should be a way to kind of like t teach people the right way, but at the at the end of the day, it's ending up like it's teaching people the wrong lesson, and the probation is ending up putting people in really bad positions. And like, why are the rappers like all getting into trouble? Like, they have money, they have they fame. Have yeah, they have you would think, right? Like, I would think well, if I, mean, I had money, I would not be getting in trouble. That's an like interesting that. uh, point. Actually, I was thinking about this earlier. Do you think that a lot of it is because of you know? The money, the power, and everything. They're like, they I all seem that. very young. Yeah. Like, they, they, they all got famous really all of a sudden. They weren't used to this money, and, they, and then... That and you have to keep in mind, the, w the way they were brought up, it's not... The I don't think they were brought up in the same circumstances that we are, and especially, yeah, I mean, most in of the Belmont, time, not, like, right? ideal, Exactly, like, if, if I'm having some trouble, I'll go to my guidance counselor, you know, I'll talk to them. I'll go to my teacher, I'll go to the principal. There's always someone I can talk to. I'll go to my neighbor, and they'll hear me out. But some of these rappers, they grow up in... They very, very Not to make a, general a generalization, some of them they grew up in I mean, very you tough stories. circumstances. You hear a lot you hear. Of stories with, and like, they most talk of about this in their music. They, you know, yeah. they talk about, you know, guns, drugs, all this stuff that you would think a 14, 13 year old is not gonna be involved with, but this is their reality. Mm -hmm. And I think that ends up actually really affecting them when they get older, when they get yeah. when they realize they had to sell they had to sell drugs to make money. They had to sell drugs to get dinner. But now they have all this money and they have access mm -hmm. to all this all, all the drugs they want. And then they have no one advising them because all their friends, they're just mooching off of them. Yeah, and they're, you know? I mean, Kodak Black, wasn't the case that his friend posted this? His friend posted, media. yeah, right. You know, got him Kodak Black, he's on probation, house arrest. He, you know, they're, 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 they're smoking uh, marijuana and they have a gun, you know, because they, they, for some reason, they just love playing with guns. I don't know why. It's <laughs> scary. But his friends puts that on, 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 on social media. Who do you blame for that? Like, I, I mean, I feel them, bad. Yeah, both of them, both of them. I mean, the friend he just did something stupid and really like did not think that through. And this is the lesson. But, I mean, Kodak Black, he was doing something wrong. He um, he was doing something wrong. That's yeah. that's why it's so tough for me. I'm a person that really I respect the law. If you're on the wrong, you're on the wrong. You should make steps to not be on the wrong. But for Kodak Black, it seems like he's just he doesn't care about it but anymore. But like, is he on the wrong side? For example, for in the Meek Mill case, the um, yeah. the things he was arrested for. Uh, wouldn't normally get someone arrested, but he was on probation, and since yeah. he was on probation, he got arrested for those charges. Well, I mean, yeah, once again, he was on probation for a reason, though. For but, 10 years, for... But, yeah. I mean, you have to keep in mind, the circumstances, that they, especially these young African-American rappers, they're not coming from the greatest place. They're, they're yeah. really not. They come up from nothing, and they, they, they blow up so fast, they don't know how to control this. And by putting them... I mean, he's been on probation for 10 years. By giving them 
such a, a long period of time to get back into society, you're almost tempting them. I, I think you're almost yeah. tempting them. And the thing is, this is, I think all of these problems, they just root back to how, how these people were brought up. And that's a whole other problem. It, it's a whole other problem. But I think the justice system, I respect it. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, if someone ha- does some wrongdoing, they will be punished. And that's how it should be. And that's how it should be. But I think... It needs work. It needs, it needs some work. I'm not saying they should be lenient to some of these people. I mean, and I mean, if we if we look at their their cases, Kodak Black and Nexus and Jashon, the people harsh. who are beating their wives, the people who are you know, child misconduct, they they're doing they're not doing great things. Yeah. So I think to they should be least, punished yeah. for that. But I think when it comes to examples like McMill, maybe ease off a little. May not ease off, but maybe. Not set them up for not set them up for failure. Yeah, I think some in some ca- like it's especially in Meek Mill, they're setting up him up for failure. Like it's like they want him to fail. It's like, yeah, like ten years, like ten years, perfect. And then you I mean, go wrong. Ten years wrong. is a long probation. Ten years, is a lo- it's a long, it's a long probation. Especially w- for something as so. minor as a gun conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but ten years and then you mess up and now you're facing two. And, and I mean, but why, does he, why does he mess up though? Because I think we're like, human beings yeah. and we make mistakes. But we make mistakes. I, I don't think. We make mistakes. I guess, but you don't see, like, everyone. It's, like... Well, I mean, first of all, you don't see... I don't... The reason why you don't see everyone um, having to redo... Having to... Uh, going through such struggles is because not everyone's an African-American rapper. Not everyone yeah. is brought up in those circumstances where you don't have anyone to look at. And you don't everyone, have anyone you know, to look up just to. just blows up like that. Exactly. And not everyone goes from hustling day to day, having to worry about what you're going to have for dinner, to having... Millions. millions in your yeah. bank but account. Do, do you guys know what Meek Mill was arrested for? He was arrested for uh, pulling a wheelie on his motorcycle on a public highway. Man, man that's that's very extreme. That that's like that like, almost makes me want to cry. That that's really sad. For two years, two to four years, that's frustrating. Like in jail that, or that probation? Sounds, that's in jail. jail. Two to four years in jail. If his name was John Smith, he wouldn't yeah. face two to four yeah. years. I'm I'm afraid if if, if his name was John yeah. Smith in a white suburb, I don't think he'd be facing anything. It's sad. That's the truth. It's a That's sad the truth. truth yeah. And I, I have a lot of respect for the justice system. I, th- I do think it's broken, but I do I have to respect it because I have to. But that does not make sense. For yeah. pulling a wheelie, I mean, I can't get my head around that. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't get my head around that. That's ridiculous. And I understand, like, I'm, 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 I'm at loss of words for this. Like, no. The, yeah. That can't be the case. You cannot be clean for 10 years and then... Pull a wheelie, even though yeah you are on the wrong. I have, I have you have to respect the fact that you are committing a crime, and then you face two to ten years, two two, two to four years for yeah. that. This would be a fine by anything, right? This would be yeah, a fine. Most definitely. Yeah, this would be a fine. And this was all because he was on probation. So I guess yeah, it does yeah. set it, it does set these people up for failure. And, and uh, his jail sentence was not only due to the wheelie; it was also because he uh he wasn't complying compliant with the court's order restricting his travel so like no, he like yeah. he wasn't allowed to travel wherever he played uh, pleased for 10 years there was uh, again, a court order a, he yeah, is like a musician restricting they, they have his to travel money for somehow. 10 years yeah, yeah. they have to it's make insane. money somehow they make their money a lot of musicians a lot of people don't know this once you sign your uh, your record deal you're basically signing away you're signing away your rights because the record deal no, essentially makes rights. all the money you're, you're signing away your you, they don't musicians don't make their money from their record. They don't make their money from, from actually their own music. They make it from their tour sales. So if you have restriction on where you can travel, then how can you tour? If you can't tour, yeah. you can't make money, right? Because, you know, they, you can't they really like money. promote you can't your promote program anything. or anything like that. 
man, and, that's... It, I, it, I, in this case, again, like it all roots back to something. Here it roots back to the probation again, setting people up for failure. Yeah, I think it's setting people up for failure. The system needs to be fixed. But how long are we going to be asking for the system to be fixed? How long? How long should African Americans like have to wait we, for this? We, we, we keep asking for the system to be fixed, but we're not presenting any new ideas. Like, how can the system be fixed? Like, I feel like the U.S. system, even though we're complaining about it, it's a lot better than, like, countries like Russia. Well, or you can yeah, make oh that yeah. comparison or that example for anything. No, but, like, but what other country the way has a better is, system than us? Like, I would say um, the Norwegian countries do have a better system. Oh, and... I, like what in, specific, like, in those regions, it's, uh, in those countries, in those regions have a better system. Like you anything, if like, you look at Norway, Sweden. Like I was, I watched a documentary a few years ago, a few years back. They um their prison systems, they're actually not about punishing people. They're about giving people skills that make them better. I, I think we face like, a different for, problem. Like uh, Nor, like I want to generalize, but Norway is mostly Norwegians, white, and I feel like. Uh, the United States is a melting pot of different cultures, no, and that's the problem we face. And I mean, if the United States is a melting, if 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 the U.S. is a melting pot, we should have a system that does not discriminate or does not favor anyone. It does yeah. not favor anyone. Well, I, I don't think it's a system. I think it. I mean, uh, that's I would I would I, mo- I would say it's a in system. In a lot of cases, it's just like the people in the system. So it's the system. Yeah. The people in the <laughs> yeah. system are the system. Yeah, I guess. It's the system that's working against Af- young African American men. Yeah. Like. I know that they're on the wrong. They, they, they. You know, they're doing the wrong thing. But it's too harsh. But you cannot be yeah. wrecking their lives on, on. And there, there are some examples like excess and Sean. I don't. I, I think he's on the wrong. That you can't justify that anyway. Even Carter Black. Then you it's, can't just, it's not just rappers. It's just like you know, a bunch it's of not people just rappers. do something wrong. We're seeing this right. And it's not like it's not just doing something wrong. And then you, you know, you, you're gonna have to face a lot of time for no reason. It's even what well, we saw this. Um, there was a trend in um African Americans getting shot. Young unarmed African Americans getting shot. And what happens? They, you know, the the perpetrators get tried, and nothing happens. Yeah. So, I, it's it's it does not look good for me. It does not look yeah. good for me. It, it, it's a very hard topic, and it's a it's a tough topic. It, it's easy to, I guess, say the system has has its fault, but I think the hard thing to do is to correct the system. Yeah, that, It'll that, be very it's going to take some. But yeah. I think I don't see I don't see anyone trying. I, I'm not seeing anyone yeah. trying. And as as Reggie Gibson would say, the this world is not meant for an average African American man. If you're an average African American man, it's not meant for you. Yeah. It, it really. I isn't. think this it's world is not meant for anyone that isn't white. Yeah, I, I think that's a, If you're yeah. a white male, if you're a white male, the system is meant for you. And if you're not, no, a lot of people you, are definitely. Whether it's at school, and Bel- I, w- the one thing that I actually I truly appreciate about Belmont High School is that everyone tries their best. Everyone tries to make sure that yeah. everyone's included. It's a safe space for everyone. Everyone can feel comfortable. There's whether a whole it's effort the by just the whole There's an effort by not just the administration, but a- actual students. Yeah. Right, we're seeing like um yeah. the GSA club. We're seeing s- there's so many. We have diversity week. Two weeks of diversity, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of like going and and exhibiting all the different aspects and all the different cultures at Belmont High, and that's a great thing. And I, I f- but unfortunately, not it's all not of America's all like place. that. Not all. Not all. Not the I would say world. a small percentage of America is like that. Yeah. A very small. And if you if you if you happen to watch to be watching us and listening and listening to us from a place where it's not like that, you have to take it upon yourself. You you really have you know talk to your leaders, talk like, to your like teachers. Don't ask for change. Be the one to make. The be the change. one to make yeah. the change. And right, we, you have to. And we can see it as um with the Eagles fans, 
they they know they probably can't do they can't do much about that. They can't they probably will not have a re they will not rehear the case. But I mean they but, did see something that they thought that, was wrong. And, they you know, saw something they, was wrong. They sought out to do something. Yeah. And even um what was what kinda made me feel good was um during the Super Bowl at the intro when um the Eagles were walking in, uh they played a McMill song. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like that's basically what stirred, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, that stirred the whole thing. And th- that that made me happy. That made me happy that, you know, this man he did he did, he did something wrong. He went on a path to fix that, and he was fixing that for 10 years. And then he slipped up, and now he's facing two to four years. So something that you could consider not even slipping up, you know? I don't see that as justice. I don't think he really considered doing a wheelie as slipping I, up even. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I actually, see. never mind. Uh, I, I, it was more than just a wheelie, but... I, I, don't, I, I don't see that as, as, uh, as justice for anyone. Whether you're white, black, whatever you are, I don't see that as justice. And yeah. that's, it's rough. It's rough for African Americans, not just African Americans. For anyone, if you're not white, it's tough for you. You have, you have to be, you always have to go above and beyond. Yeah. If you, being average is is not. It, yeah, it's no, not the place like to be. Like you said, no room for average. No room for average. People. No, you, you always have to go above and beyond. But that's that makes me sad. That that's makes me life. Really, that, like, yeah, that, but that's, that's, yeah, that's you know, life. Yeah. It shouldn't be like you that. You have to be better. Like that's life. You have yeah. to be better than you have to be better than the person next to you. Yeah. But you shouldn't be facing you know two to four years for. Such a minor, like, I can't wrap my head around that. I, I really can't. You know, such a minor offense. Now you're facing two to four years. Like, think about all the progress he had made. Meek I mean, was 19 when he got his approbation. He's almost like 30. Yeah, he's, he I mean, he's 31. He's 31. Oh, and that's, 10 years is 10 years. Yeah. It's a decade of your life. And then it's washed away like that. Like, I mean, put yourself in Meek Mill's position. You had been clean for 10 years. You, I mean, doing really, really restricting, back, like, really restrict. And it's this not ten years life. of really doing whatever you want, living in paradise. It's not paradise. Mm-hmm. It's it's ten years. You you probably have to meet with your prob- you, We have to meet with an officer at f- at some point, right? You can't no, just no, yeah. Most yeah you have to like be there's some yeah. some sort of check in, and then you build all that up, and then it's just all thrown cut away. Off. It's all thrown away. away at the end. And, and so when he comes out, how, how do you think he's gonna feel? He's gonna have a second probation, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, he's gonna have a second probation. Probably for but a longer mentality, time. His mentality. I mean, he's gonna be destroyed. I would be destroyed mm-hmm. if I've worked so hard for I'd something. Just, I'd be completely scared to lost. just do anything. You, yeah, you'd be lost. Yeah. I think lo- yeah, lost. No, but th- I think that's it for that. That's it for us. It, it, I, we ended off on a on a sad topic, but it's a topic that we, we really think it should be covered. No, the, it, the justice I, system. I think it was something important that needed to be it's covered. It's very important, yeah. and I'm glad that the Philadelphia the Philadelphia fans they're not only celebrating their um their their Super Bowl win congratulations to them but they you know they they they're speaking out for what they believe and they're speaking out for the right thing and that's yeah. great yeah i think that's it. that's been it for our show uh thank you for having us yeah and uh come join us next week yeah <laughs> join us next week um you can check us out on our website uh www.humblepodcasts.com where you can find um all our shows and you can find uh either the video or you can find uh the audio of our show you can you can find us on iTunes yeah, anywhere you think, we are there. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been great, great show. Uh, thank you for joining us, Zion. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Zion, for, for having me here. And, uh, yeah, see you guys next time.